Hello, listeners. Thanks for tuning in once again to what I've heard is the greatest podcast to listen to while you are blacked out. Or asleep, or uh, coming down coming off down, of heroin, off, yeah, or nodding uh, on heroin. Yeah, uh, it's late night family values, everybody. With my surprisingly unattractive host Aaron Orlovitz and myself, Leslie Falco. Surprisingly unattractive, the shockingly because his voice sounds good. Your voice Aaron does Orlovitz. sound good. Does like it? if people are listening on the radio, they're like, "I'll bet this guy looks like." Like, I'd want to bone him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, you've, you've got a face for radio and a voice for radio. I don't know, man. I, you're, I, you're a radio guy. I was born for the you're radio. You're born for the radio. No, I, I, I don't think I'm that horrifying. No, you look, you look, uh, you look acceptable. Okay, so... If the, I was into dudes, which I am sometimes. Uh, what do you say we end, uh, we end your five-year drought right now, right on the air? Me and you? Yeah. Oh, uh, man. I've never been with a dude. Neither have I. Well, not... In that way, anyway. I mean, anyone who doesn't like want to fool around with a dude is just afraid that they're secretly gay. I'm not afraid that I'm gay. No, I like sex with you. <laughs> just to know for sure, it's the only way you can know for sure. Maybe I am secretly gay then because I don't want to have sex with you. Why not? I don't know. Because you're afraid that you'll like Honestly, it. Honestly, maybe that is it. Maybe it is that I'm just afraid that I'll like it. I and could... then you'll you're afraid that you'll fall in love with me. And then you'll know that you can't have me. I think and you'll have you'll have tasted greatness, <laughs> and you know that you'll never you'll never get to experience it again. No, I I think that I don't know. I think that you're selling yourself a little too high here. Um, maybe it's called self promotion, Aaron. Well, maybe it would be the maybe I'm just afraid that I wouldn't like it, but I actually would still be gay. And it was just the fact that you had sex with me that made me not like it. What about that? What if that's an option? Yeah, that actually reminds me of what what I would be afraid of is like really enjoying gay sex, but yeah. like still finding men unattractive. So it's like, I like the act, but I'm not attracted to the people that I would perform the act with. You know what I mean? Because then it would just be like a detriment to my overall existence. I mean, I don't know. What would you do in that situation? Would you just do it anyway? Or would you, I mean. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like glory holes. That's that's what it's I would have to do. Thing. Yeah. Oh man, you'd be one of those guys. Like that's why, like that's why I wouldn't guys. like I would never let a guy suck my dick because it would probably be like way better than when a woman does it, and then it would be like like the greatest blowjob I've ever had would be from a dude, and that would just that would bum me out, you know. See, because every time you'd get a blowjob, you'd be thinking about that one time that it was better, and you'd be like picturing a dude's face. <laughs> You'd be picturing my face, Falconer. No, I, uh, I, 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 I can understand that. I, I hear that sentiment a lot. Like, oh yeah, dude, dudes give way better blowjobs because you know they have penises too, so they know what dudes like. I mean, personally, it's like though. But if you're a dude who doesn't like dudes, I think you're not going to enjoy it, no matter how good they are at giving you a blowjob. There's only one way to find out. How do we cue an intermission? <laughs> Are you going to oh, give yeah. me the blowjob, or am I giving you oh, the yeah. blowjob? We're going to 69. <laughs> <laughs> whoever, 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 in the studio. whoever comes we're first 69. is the gay one. Or is it last? I, I don't, I'm not I don't sure. know. How, do, how does gay chicken work? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. All right. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that was a bad beginning, but. I think that beginning was great. I I'm sure you do, but the ending is going to be the best part. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be a happy one. You know what Maybe I mean? Maybe for you, man. You guys get that that pun? It's pretty solid. You get a lot of puns here. I'm actually not a comedian. Did you Would know you, that? Yeah, I'm a Leslie Falco, right? Just average Joe podcast guy. I actually forgot what my what my description was. I don't think Sasha actually put it on our site. He did. Okay. Yeah, I I read it. Um, oh yeah, I'm a I'm a Trump uh, campaign manager. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you're. A tr- and like most, oh yeah, Trump, uh, Trump like most Trump campaign. supporters, I forget you know what's going on in my life regularly. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just black out for periods of my life and I go, what am I? Oh, that's right, I'm managing Trump's campaign. <laughs> Apparently, you're managing it well oh, despite yeah, no, all the blackouts. He, yeah, he's gonna win. That's why I'm gonna vote for him. Not because I think he's gonna be the best president. It's because he's gonna win the election. 
and I'm I vote for winners. You know yeah, what I mean? So you, I want to associate myself with a winner. So you're just like Trump yeah. in that way. You're like I like winners. I want to vote for winners. Right. Do you really uh do you really think Trump will win? Yeah. Like you you do? Mm-hmm. Like legitimately you yeah. believe that. Yeah. Why? Because uh he cares about what most Americans care about, which is white no, interests. I mean <laughs> Shut up. Our, our country's mostly white people. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Oh, my goodness. Black people wanted Obama to win. White people want Trump and to Obama win. And Obama won. I know. Which is why Trump's going to win. No. Because there are way more white people than black people. There are plenty of white people that want Hillary Clinton to win also. Yeah, losers like you who aren't going to vote. For Trump. For Hillary. I might not vote for Hillary, but First I'm definitely First of all, for sure, old people Trump. are going to vote for Trump, right? Not all old people, old most, conservative most people. people. Old people are. have the highest percentage of people who actually vote among any demographic. Yeah, but I mean, not all of them are conservatives. There are plenty of old people who are Democrats who will vote for Hillary Clinton. All right, all right. We'll see. You want to place a bet? I'll place a bet. How okay. much do we want to go? Not money. We want to do a... Okay. A challenge about, of some sort? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whoever wins the election... Uh, it should be this, it should be podcast related. Okay. So, uh, I mean, we'll probably be taken off air by the by time the, the time, election happens. By the time. So. Yeah, one of us will be dead. Probably Aaron. Yeah. Because, you know, Trump. Yeah. He'll be in <laughs> Canada, uh, with all of the other former Bernie supporters. Or in a camp By the way, somewhere. speaking of voting for losers, how'd that work out? Voting for Bernie, huh? That feel good? I mean, it when was... he lost? It didn't feel good, obviously, but I mean, it was a long shot to begin with, but I mean... Like, uh, I don't know. There's something to be said for supporting someone whose beliefs you you agree with, not just voting for someone because you think they're going to win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because you're, you're afraid of success. That's why. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, the Republican Party is the party of disenfranchised millionaires. I think that's what John Steinbeck said, right? The it's for people who, yeah. they're, I think poor, they're poor as shit, but they know eventually they're going to be rich. Yeah. Temporarily you know? embarrassed it's, millionaires. Yeah, temporarily yeah. embarrassed millionaires. They know that they're going to be rich one day. And you know what? They're not going to be rich. None of them will, but it's, crazy. it's the mentality yeah. that counts. It's crazy that there are so many like blue-collar Republicans who, you know, like have struggled and kind of even grown up in like the cycle of poverty mm-hmm. and believe that uh, m- like more conservative government will help them achieve success. And you know, that, and like that, like maybe not help them achieve success, but that once they achieve success, so it's, they're already, they're already greedy before they have any money to be greedy with. They're right. like, I don't want the government in my wallet when I have a wallet, <laughs> when I eventually yeah. have enough money to buy a wallet, I don't want the government's hand in there. And I don't, and I don't want to be supporting poor motherfuckers like me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to be paying for their health care when I'm rich. I'm I want them to suffer just like I suffered. Yeah, I'm sick and I, I'm sick and I don't complain. You know, you don't see me complaining. Yeah. And that's why I'm a Republican is because I support, <laughs> I support economic natural selection and that's what it is you know it's people who are who are so dumb that they vote against their own self-interest so they deserve to not get any help from the government that's not really really economic uh, it is well it is maybe in a small way but it's also like a natural selection would be like a pure free open market but like the republicans are really guilty of like crony capitalism of like 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 of like setting up some businesses to succeed and some to fail because like these ones paid them money and these ones didn't right well i think that's and that's, that's like pretty you know, much that's clearly all not i mean i mean oh i, I mean hillary's the democrats do that too yeah, yeah clearly I guess what I like is that, like, the people who are dumb are getting punished for their stupidity. Like, that's what I like about the Republican Party. If you vote Republican and you're poor, you're screwing yourself. So at least yeah. it's fair. You're only hurting yourself at that point. I mean, I can... And I admire how it's run, you know? Like, the rich Republicans, like, under the guise of religion, yeah. they, they manipulate the the lower class into voting against their own interests because of, like, abortion and gay rights and stuff. And that's respectable. I mean, like it's it's a good game that they're playing, and I I recognize good game, you know, because I'm a winner. From, but it, it's always going to have, it's it has to eventually break them down because like you can't really stop progress, right? Like they fought gay marriage for so long, and everyone knew it was going to happen eventually because like you can't 
you can't like it's, you think everyone knew why did why did Hillary not support gay marriage in like 2006 or something oh like be, if everyone knew it was going to happen I feel like they would have tried to get on the right side of history earlier oh no not people like Hillary Clinton uh I mean maybe like Hillary Clinton maybe believed like that gay people should like well homosexuals should be able to get married well i'm sure she only said whatever uh, her she thought would get her votes that's exactly time. what i'm getting at like as she was campaigning she wasn't right. trying to she wasn't like portraying her own interests right she right. was trying Being to get a elected yeah which is what she always has been like i mean she like she will be a fine president she will probably just be exactly the same as like all the other yeah, I'm presidents sure she'll be. i th- honestly i think trump would be fine too and in all honesty yeah well one thing i have a problem with is you hear a lot of people especially like on the internet these days talking like oh if trump gets elected like you know minorities are going to be put into camps and like uh women are going to have no rights again like there's this real I know, make america great again <laughs> right that's there's what i'm this... talking about <laughs> there's this real apocalyptic feel to the idea of a trump presidency and like he is a terrible man and he has terrible beliefs and that's why i like him i know because <laughs> you're a terrible man with terrible beliefs but he uh like those people, I think have a little too much faith in the uh, in the executive branch and like the ability. Well, it's it like has. with Obama, like the whole change thing. Like people were like, everything's going to be different, mm-hmm. and then it was exactly. mildly different. I think even with Bernie Sanders, who would have like probably really pushed the envelope of yeah. like what a president can do, like it wouldn't have been that drastically different because the system is set up in such a way that like there really can't be like. It can't happen too quickly, like change like that. And I mean, I guess the most the scariest thing about Trump would be there's probably going to be he'd probably get a few Supreme Court nominations. And that would be scary to like have whoever Trump wanted in the Supreme Court in the Supreme Court. I would hope that he would uh, like uh, raise Scalia from the dead. And put him back in. That's <laughs> what I would want to Scalia's see. Scalia's corpse. Yeah, I'd love to read Scalia's corpse, like uh, Scalia's corpse's decisions. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just I I don't know. Maybe do you think maybe like once you're a corpse, I'll bet you become more conservative when you're a corpse because then you don't need like healthcare. You already died, but you also don't have any like self interests. You know what I mean? That's like true. you don't have any needs as a corpse. That's so I true. feel like you'd be more likely to want to like help other people. Or maybe you want other people to become corpses. Maybe, yeah, maybe. it's like lonely. <laughs> maybe you're like, you know, I just wish there I'm were the more I'm the only corpses. reanimated corpse up here in this Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> no Obamacare, right? No Obamacare. No taxes on cigarettes. Actually, I would <laughs> free heroin for babies. <laughs> like we should they, they like start a media campaign, like a PR campaign to get women to drink while they're mm-hmm. pregnant. We should uh, we should have a character on make here. Make America that's be... a corpse. That would, that would be Scalia's. Make America a corpse again. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, I mean, there is a part of me that really kind of not that just kind of wants to see like what would happen if it all kind of fell apart, like and people kind of had to start over. See what it would be exciting. It'd be really exciting. Honestly, like I kind of would like to see our energy supply just go to zero and then just like have to survive in the woods again. Like, yeah. Like hunt and like make your own. It would be total chaos because there like aren't enough animals to feed us. Yeah. Like there wouldn't be enough food. You oh, know, there'd be no a lot, one could, of, like, lot of cannibalism, right? Yeah. The early days of that would be a lot of cannibalism. But honestly, like, is there any other way that our species can evolve other than us like running out of energy? Yeah. And like how? Like we get, we be, like we harness the energy of the sun, in which case we pretty much never. So run out we of turn energy. into plants. That's that's what you think evolution is turning into plants. No, no, no. I mean, like as a society, we use technology. We like get, right. Well, like, that's not that's not evolution. Yeah. Well, it, that would that would it definitely that would, uh, is that no. would no 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 stymie our evolution. No, we're at this point where we control our evolution. So we get to this point where we have energy from the sun, super efficient. We can then like. Uh, use like we can then continue to innovate technologically to this point where there isn't a need for scarcity anymore things like 3d printing and all this sort of thing like there is no scarcity everyone 
has their basic needs provided and the like the level of tech is so high that like people basically all are guaranteed a relatively comfortable life and we can download ourselves into computers and shit and like that will be our evolution is i think our evolution is either that's what you're not saying. evolution no it is that's the opposite of evolution. no no, no. like it, our genes wouldn't change at all exactly if all of that happened. no it's not like biological evolution but we would change well, that's what i'm talking about but we would change fundamentally we would evolve into something fundamentally different we, we would leave like our, you know what would happen? What we'd become? What was that Disney movie where everyone's like so fat that they can't uh, move? They're Wally. just traveling around in chairs. <laughs> that That's be, what we would evolve which into. Which sounds dope for you because you're an unathletic loser. Well, I mean, I assume that that wouldn't actually happen because there's plenty of people out there who like at, to do activities and stuff. And I don't not, know. Well, you think? Do you think? You think like? Uh, uh, why? I don't know. I mean, I used to play sports and stuff. I'm. I'm not like particularly active. But you want to arm wrestle like, right now? No, you'll definitely beat me. I'm not saying that you're not like more athletic than I am. I'm just saying, like, you know, because I'm white, reason. I can't be that athletic. Like there, my genes. There are plenty of incredible white athletes. What the hell are you talking about? Well, they're the statistically statistically it's not what? as likely. That's not true. Yeah, it is. Uh, there's like all of the European soccer teams. Like like Germany like wins the World Cup against Brazil like consistently. Okay, so that's one sport. In uh, American football, you have like almost every great tight end is white. Almost every great quarterback is white. Okay, like, so two out of eleven positions. Middle. Okay, and and, and the quarterback linemen, is the least athletic. Offensive position. linemen, kickers. Like Off, a, okay, offensive linemen and quarterbacks and kickers and punters are the least athletic positions on the football field. Tight ends. All of those are tight ends are. They're athletic, Extremely but still so. cornerbacks, so. cornerbacks probably most athletic. And off uh, or running. Yeah. But which uh, are both usually black. I mean, this is a fucked up conversation. No. You you there are plenty of people plenty My of goal people is of to all, get us taken off the air. We never right, talked about what there, the bet would be. There are plenty of people of all races that are athletic Falco Falco. Falco. Leslie Falco. Did <laughs> Did we talk about what the bet was gonna be? No, we never decided. Okay. So if Trump wins, what do I have to do? If Trump wins, you have to uh, shave your mustache into a Hitler mustache for one week. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm all right with that. All right, what's my punishment? Oof. <laughs> you know it can't be that. <laughs> can't be what? A Hitler mustache, because I'm Aryan. Yeah, and that I mean, and your hair's all blonde. People you would probably, barely yeah, notice it. see it anyway. Oh man, I don't know. What would I? What would I want you to do? I don't know. Goodness gracious, that's a like a really good. What? What do? You, what do you think? Like, what? What would? Like, I mean, I'm trying to think of something on the same level as me having a Hitler stash, but there's really never going to be anything as ironic for you, right? Um. I'm Italian. That's like I true. could, uh, I could record the podcast covered in Parmesan cheese. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> I, I think I think what we'll do is there will have. I want you to do. You'll have to do five. No. 10 minutes at the top of the podcast if Hillary gets elected. 10 minutes at the top of the podcast. 10 minutes of dialogue of just saying nice things about me. <laughs> that is uh, that is the worst punishment you, have. you could have. Like, not only is it not fun to say yeah. nice things about you, it's also incredibly technically challenging. <laughs> like, to come up with 10 minutes of, of yeah, good things to say about yeah, you, you're gonna have to come that's going to take four months of preparation, to be honest with you. Well, you like, I'm going to have started. to prepare for Hillary to lose in order you, you to, win. to win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in order to, in order to like, yeah. actually get it done. I know. It's good punishment. Thank you. <laughs> See, you've already started. You've come up with one nice thing to uh, say about me already. He came up with a good punishment. Can I just describe how good the punishment was for 10 minutes? <laughs> just be like, this is such a good punishment, I can't think of anything nice to say. That punishment was so good. Here I am just being not funny on the air. Maybe I mean, I think you could mention it for a while, but I mean, like, you got to keep the flow, you know. 
it can't be just 10 minutes of like the same thing. bulleted notes yeah just reading down a list it's, yeah exactly all right i like it though too bad that my my uh punishment can't like the, our listeners won't get to enjoy it we'll post a picture we'll post a bunch of pictures for our listeners we'll walk around town and like take pictures like i'll get a bunch of pictures taken with the with a hitler mustache i'll walk around town and like take a video of myself with a hitler mustache I'll go to the bar. I'll do like a whole evening. I'll like, you know, yeah, I'll go we'll out a, to a eat. mashup video. Yeah, I'll go out to eat and like go to the bar and, you know, I'll eat, I'll change like my like Tinder profile. I don't have one, but if I did, I'll I'll start one and it will be a picture of me with a Hitler mustache. We'll see how it goes. What if that got me more success, like in dating and like online dating is if i if i had a hitler mustache in my in my profile picture you know okay so how hot would a woman have to be for you to overlook her being a white supremacist if like she didn't know she didn't know you were jewish or like she's cool with jews and just didn't like other races like is there is there a level like natalie portman or like she's jewish well she could okay she's a white supremacist still okay well so i'm with Oh man, you did you know I had like you know that like she was like one of my like you know yeah top tier. I like, know everything like about my you. favorite like actress ladies. Okay, yeah, no, I mean I don't think I could. I don't think like if I was like knowingly, if like I got into it knowing she was a bigot, that would really bother me. I don't know if I even with someone like Natalie Portman if I could, if I could make that happen <laughs> all right how hot would they have to be for you um, i mean not even hot like just like what I think, sort of like, person i would, would be you... able if they're like a like a 10 or like a nine and a half like i'd be able to have sex with them but i wouldn't i could never like date them you that's know what right I, mean? uh, I could do it like one time yeah but i couldn't you couldn't you couldn't yeah, yeah. well one... but i might try and like turn them you know what i mean you're like you you like uh you know what I would do? You know what I would do? I would, yeah, I would, I would like premature ejaculate every time. And I'd be like, you know, I've heard the Mexicans don't have this problem. <laughs> so I'd try and like. <laughs> you know who doesn't ever prematurely that... ejaculate? Latin men. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> they could satisfy any woman. You know what I want to, I want to do in this podcast is establish positive racial stereotypes. You know, like yeah. black people are more athletic than white people. That's not necessarily Mexicans, a positive. Mexicans uh, last really long in bed. Okay. You don't think being athletic is a positive stereotype? Well, I mean, it's been used like it's been used to like I think like put black people down as like this like they they're like it's all about your body, it's all physical. Like you're you're dumb physical creatures and not like you know there's and not That's intelligent. Dumb. Yeah. Like everyone's a video game character and it's exactly. like you got all the points in athleticism. Exactly. So like, yeah, you're the big, dumb, strong guy instead of, you know, maybe being a multifaceted human being like we all are. Right. I think that if you're athletic, you're not any less prone to be intelligent, but you may not pursue intellectual things because you're like successful at a sport and it's like a more direct, fun route to like making money. Right. No, it's I It's like think, being like, super pretty. I mean, there are plenty of athletes who are smart. Right. Uh, and there are plenty of athletes who are dumb. Like, that just is because it's just like the regular population where there are plenty of normal-ass people who are not athletes who are smart and or dumb. And then there are... Uh, <clears throat> but, like, I think you're right in that, like, someone who spends... like Anyone who gets to, like, a professional athlete level has spent most of their life, right playing that sport they like got into it probably when they were a young kid and i've been playing it playing it playing it playing it and it played it all the way up into their adulthood and that probably takes up pretty much most of their time so like there is less not only are they less likely to pursue something like say more intellectual but there's just less time for them to do so even if they wanted to right This dead air, god damn it, Falconer. I'm trying to make you uncomfortable. You are, but you're good at just <laughs> making our audience <laughs> you're uncomfortable. Just make people go, is it over? <laughs> this is why I wanted guests. I know. Next we week we will have guests. We're we'll gonna have, have uh, we're gonna have a cult member. <laughs> and it's gonna be great. 
Actually, guys, speaking of which, so we talked about uh, founding a cult last uh, last time in our, on our last episode. I have found out that like all you need is a place to worship and a thousand worshipers to get tax exempt status. So, if you are hearing this, listeners, and I hope we get more as we go along because I doubt we have a thousand listeners. But if you listen to this podcast, it means that you worship Leslie and I. That's what it means now. It means this is how you worship us is by listening to the podcast. Um, and then we we just have to find a meeting house. But once we have a thousand unique listeners, we're going to try and get tax exempt status because you guys will be our cult. And our what are the rules of our cult? Oh, God. Well, you have to establish positive racial stereotypes. Positive racial stereotypes. And you have to you got to convert people exclusively from other cults. Yeah, you have to you like, recruit no, other cult members. No atheists, no agnostics, yeah. no spiritual people. We don't people. want any intelligent people in our cult. We want only- That's one of the rules. <laughs> no free thinking. We want only people that you poached from other other cults. Yeah. And no uh no Church of Satan people either. No, Church because of Satan. Because that's a load of garbage. It no, is. they don't no, believe in you're a right. No, you're deity. Right. It's just atheism that they want to like look all cool. It's I don't think they like do that either like the look all cool thing i think it's like a bunch of like atheist it's kind of like atheist activism right the church i feel like it's atheists who don't feel like like they feel like they need a purpose like any atheist who isn't just like cool with being like whatever yeah i don't give a shit you know life is meaningless it's people who are insecure with that those are the ones that will like go to the church of satan or like become a unitarian i feel like those are the two (laughs) those are the two routes well, the Church of Satan, that's, like, their game, right? Is they, like, just try to fight for, like, the separation of church and state. Like, the Church of Satan is essentially almost like a lobbying group. Is against that really what they do? religion stuff in, like, uh, God, government. God, that's lame. Yeah, so, like, one state, I think it was Oklahoma, I might be wrong on this, like, they wanted to put it, they had a statue of the Twelve Commandments or something, and uh, people said, well, hey, that, like at their courthouse and they're like that's clearly like a violation of the separation of church and state like you're claiming like by having the statue you're claiming that like this court this secular court somehow obeys the ten commandments and uh like so they ruled like some other court or even that court i have no idea ruled that like it's okay because they would allow like statues from other faiths to be part of like the like the lawn of the courthouse so the church of satan built this statue for the courthouse that's like just this like goat headed demon sitting on a throne with little kids all looking up at him. All right. That's pretty cool. It is pretty rad, but that's like, pretty cool. you know, they don't act like you said, they don't actually worship Satan. I think it would be way cooler if they actually worshiped. Satan. Yeah. I would respect them more. What a weird thing that would be. It's like, no man, there's a God, but there's a Satan. He's super cool and super <laughs> rad and, we like you know yeah no man jesus you know jesus he was all right but i mean satan is dope you know and he didn't write a book to try and talk about how cool he is that's true i saw this I thing like, i like uh humility i like the humility involved <laughs> satan's in, a uh... real humble guy you know real stand-up <laughs> guy that satan <laughs> i saw this uh saw this thing on the internet that's like a like, you know, you go to hell if you commit even one sin, right? You go to hell. And it was like, so you go to hell if you commit one sin. Why not commit like a billion sins and go to like a go to hell a legend? Yeah. And then be like king of hell. Yeah. And like go yeah, down like, and Satan's like, damn, son. You were, you icy. You were way good at sinning. <laughs> You're the best sinner I've ever met. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, actually, like, you know, way good at sinning and stuff. You you grew up in like a Christian background and stuff, uh, like so like during like the atonement and whatnot, right? Like, do you think like when Jesus like do you like do you think people is like when he like atones for your sins, right? Like he feels like all the guilt and pain of your sins. It's like that would mean that like if you sinned more, you caused Jesus that's more like, pain. That's like a verse in the Bible that gets addressed. Well, not that it causes him more pain, but that his grace like becomes greater. It's like the more people sin, like the more impressive his Christ's sacrifice becomes. But like individually, though, just like if you were to separate that into all different, all the different individuals, the person who like sins the most would have caught, like would have inflicted the most 
problems, right? Or he would have given him the most pain and suffering while he suffered for their sins? Maybe. Huh. That would be, I mean, if you, so then if you were a Satanist and you didn't like Jesus. Right, you'd really become you'd be, a Christian but just sin you'd, all the time you'd so you'd be punished. Yeah, you'd be sinning all the time so that, and then like, and then like, claim that like Jesus was your savior or something so that his grace or whatever, all of that pain he had to suffer. Yeah. You'd like, be the Christ the mole. Yeah. You just be, you'd you just, like, you wear him down. You, you, like, you like, you, you, you unraise him from the dead. It is. Yeah. Right. Like you sin so much that he's like, you know what? I can't take it anymore. Yeah. It, it like, I'm changes staying in time. the tomb. It does, like, right. Because that Jesus's atonement moves forward in time. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and if we have like it's free like a, will and stuff, like God can't, sinning. right? Exactly. You could travel forward in time, essentially, and just or just be a person who lived ahead of Jesus in time, and sin all the time. And then you know, maybe, maybe eventually, like where we're at right now, the Bible still says he's like, oh, you know, take this, like you know, take this cup from me. It's too much for me to bear, but not my will, but Thy will. To God, while He's suffering in the garden or whatever, but then. Like maybe in a thousand more years, like there will be so many people who have just like sinned and sinned and sinned that will like go back and look at the Bible. It would be like, and Jesus said, fuck it, I'm out, you know? That'd be sweet. You know, I was so religious when I was younger that I like thought of a way that uh, God's like omniscience, like all knowing power and our own free will could coexist. Yeah. And it was like through that whole thing about like time travel, because it's like since God is omnipresent, he's like in the present throughout all time. Right. Like, yeah. Because he created everything. So well, like that's time exactly doesn't right. apply to him. Yeah. So it's like I could punch you in the face right now and he would have known that at the beginning of time or I could not punch you in the face and he still would have known it. Yeah. Because it's like free will is in flux with like God knowing everything. I think I've heard stuff like that before in like apologetics and whatnot. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But I mean, that's a good... That's a smart idea coming from a, you know, a young man. Also, I think in teenager. our cult, you can believe whatever you want. That's other than cult. Other than uh, no atheists and agnostics. You have, to listen, only you have to listen to the podcast. It's like Freemasons. you can believe whatever you want. You can you believe want. in anything. No, you have to believe in Can you in be a, a Satanist and no. be a Freemason? I think you can only be a Jew, a Christian, or a Muslim. You have to believe in the God of Abraham. Mono, it's yeah. got to be monotheistic. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you could believe, be a Zoroastrian and join but that's like, weird i don't know that you could be muslim is that for real yeah I, i'm almost certain you have to just be uh you have to just worship like the like god of abraham you know yahweh that god huh i think traditionally freemasons have been christians though well right because it was like a european thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. speaking of muslims right what about them where are you where are you going with this Recent events. A man who happened to be Muslim shot some people. That's true. That's true. He happened to be. Well, I mean, I don't know how if he did it because he's Muslim. I know that he said he did, like, I know that, like, there was some stuff that came out that said he, like, pledged his allegiance to ISIS while he was shooting people. But also some stuff has come out that, like, he, like, he was, like, mentally disturbed. Like, his wife talks about he was, like, kind of mentally disturbed. Like, he was always, like, a moderate Muslim, never really, like, a, like, you know. Yeah. Like a, he wasn't necessarily, I guess, the, the church-going type. Apparently, he had failed trying to become a cop. Like, he was trying to become a cop, and he couldn't, you know, because, I don't know, they, I don't know why he couldn't become a cop, but. That makes so much sense to me. Well, but, uh, now it now it seems like it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he it, probably would have been a bad cop, p- clearly. <laughs> but uh, also, like, there's maybe a, bunch a good of, SWAT team member. There's like some stuff coming out that says he, uh, like, he was kind of a he was like a regular at that nightclub. Like, he would come pretty frequently. I don't know if, how true this is. And there was like a bunch of guys who come out and said they like like matched with that dude on grinder. Oh wow. So maybe like I think it probably had more to do with like self-loathing yeah. and like hating himself for like being gay than it did with like yeah. being Muslim. Well, it's interesting with like terrorists, like no one ever just assumes that he's crazy. Like if a white dude commits a massacre, oh, everyone like is James like, Holmes, he, he didn't get life because people thought he was insane. Immediately, immediately when a white person commits a crime like this, it's like Oh well, we what what are we doing about mental illness in this country? It's like, are you well? You know, 
that's a, in all honesty, not enough, right? Like there needs to be stuff done about it. But like the, the fact of the matter is like if a black person does it, it's like, oh, this thug, this gangbanger, this whatever. It's never like, oh, but like, was he crazy? Maybe right. he was crazy. We should have empathy for the family because he's crazy instead of being like, oh, look at these thugs. Or like when a Muslim does it, it's like, well, just like an Arab person in general, like a Middle Eastern person in general does something like this. It's like immediately like, oh, well, did they have ties to ISIS? Did he know Osama bin Laden? Like what connection did he have to Osama bin Laden? It's uh, it's crazy, man. Like the difference. Can you be sane and commit a massacre, though? No, I like, don't think you can. I think, I think even like like terrorist guys who have like legitimate like ISIS dudes out there in the Middle East who like gun down people and stuff. I think that there has to be a screw loose for you to be attracted to that kind of thing in the first place. Like I understand that like, you might be just this guy who feels this rage towards the West because like the West has done a bunch of messed up stuff to your home. I get that, but I think like the sort of person who like picks up like a gun and then just shoots innocent people over that, that is a crazy person. Like now does that mean that they're too crazy to stand trial or something? I don't think so. I think they like, you know, they definitely need to like justice needs to be served. To yeah. Well, people. they can't be in society also. Like exactly. you can't be a person exactly. who kills people and like <laughs> just <laughs> and hang just, out. And they're just like, well, he was too crazy to know about it. It's, yeah, exactly. No, it's not his fault that he kills people. Okay. He's well, crazy. Well, I also think he deserves to live just like everyone else and take their lives. Yeah. Anyone of any color or any sexuality or gender who commits like, a heinous crime like this, I think, for the most part, has has some has something going on. You know, whether or not like it's enough for them to like be unfit to stand trial, I don't know. And and clearly, there are some cases where like like people who don't have anything going wrong in their mind or something have killed people or done horrible things. Like that yeah. has to have been the case. But I think there's also a lot of socioeconomic factors that lead to like people joining ISIS. Mm -hmm. Like if you're poor and you have nothing going for you. I mean, it's kind of like, like... You're poor and your house blew up. Yeah, well, I think like, that's how all hate groups kind of start. Like they prey on like adolescents who are like lost or like right. have nothing going for them and they give them like a cause to like... Right, it's why like white supremacy is so popular in like poor rural, yeah. like, you know, America. It's like, hey, you know, like you're poor because minority people stole all of our jobs. And like, so like, you, and like, and the, the government is trying to like destroy our race. Like you should like come like, you know, I don't know, dance to this crazy punk rock music and hear more <laughs> about it. And so then these kids, they go, you know what? Oh, wow. I feel accepted here. And you know what? The government is crappy because I'm poor. It's the government and black people and Mexicans fault. And, and it's also interesting that it's usually in areas where there are no other races. Right. Like Northern Idaho. It's like yeah. just white people. Yeah. Like a, uh, White supremacy seems to be most popular where there are not, where there is very little diversity. I mean, I can't imagine that there's like a large, like white supremacist population in like Chicago or something. Yeah, you know? I think it's very small in the country. Oh yeah, I don't like think it's, it's a big thing. There's there's like weird conservative movements that are pretty big. Have you heard of the Sovereign Citizens Movement? No. So the sovereign citizens movement is this group of people that believe that like they they misinterpret some weird line in the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution. I think it's actually the Declaration of Independence, which is hilarious because that's not even a governing document. But uh, that says like they can like they don't have to live by like the law or something. They're the sovereign citizen. They don't like they don't have to be part of, like of the country. And they they uh, they frequently kill people. Like, I just read about this thing the other day where, like, this guy who was a sovereign citizen, like, shot three people, like, just ambushed them and shot them. They, like, when they get pulled over and stuff, they make this big fuss about how they're not part of our system, thus they can't get arrested and stuff. And uh, <clears throat> also they, like, refuse to pay taxes. Yeah, that makes sense. But it's, like, a really popular thing, I think, with, like, you know, like, the rural kind of, like... Uh, yeah, like the rural white people. It's not necessarily racist, but it's like, I think it has some kind of racist undertones. Yeah, you know? it sounds like they can easily go hand in hand. Right, exactly. Are you a white supremacist? I, one, okay, real fast. I have to, uh, 
I have to correct you on this because you always say supremacist, and it, it, it's supremacist, white supremacist. How is it? You say I've I've wondered because you always say supremacist, and I thought that was wrong. All right, well let's look it up. But uh, it's no. spelled supremacist. Is it? Yeah. Well, maybe it is then. But uh, regardless, oh, it bothers. Wow, that's me. embarrassing. Well, it bothers me when you say supremacist. All right. Well, we'll just continue to bother each other then. Oh, my data's gone. All right. Well. No, I am not a white supremacist, nor am I a white supremacist. There we go. See? Supremacists. That's autocorrect. Okay. All right, guys. So f- pulled up autocorrect on his phone and it spelled it. So it looks like in this case, the white people are superior to the Jews. Okay. In determining what, how to pronounce supremacist. All right. Supremacist. The there you guys. I'm not anti-Semitic. One though. guy, one white guy knew better than one Jewish guy. Definitive evidence. Definitive, I'd say. What about positive racial stereotypes, Jonathan? About that's a tenet of our cult. They're funny. That's true. That is a that's yeah, a positive. They're stereotype. they're funny. They're also lizard people though, and I don't like lizard people. <laughs> one thing is that positive stereotypes can still be negative things for people. Uh, in this way, in that, like, you say, oh, yeah, Jews are funny, and then someone believes, oh, yeah, all Jews are funny, and then they run into a Jew that's not funny, and they get upset. They're like, what? You're all supposed to be funny. I thought you were funny. Like, do you have what I'm Stereotypes saying? Stereotypes aren't wrong 100% of the time. You're shattering my worldview. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I think every race has some positive stereotype. Right, but like I'm, like I'm saying, those are what still What about hurtful. Eskimos? I think Eskimo is a bat is like a word you're not supposed to use for them anymore, right? Like for those what people, is it? I, I I assume you just use like a First Nations or like American Indian, like all the others, Inuit or something. Inuit, all right. Yeah, uh, isn't What's like Eskimo positive? like isn't Eskimo like a pejorative word that was used by the Russians to describe them? I have no idea. Uh, it's something like it's that. a fun word. It it does sound nice, doesn't it? Eska mm. that Eska that SK sound. When you roll a kayak, it's called an Eskimo roll. Why? Because Eskimos came up with the role. The Inuits, the huh. First Nation Greenlanders. Yeah, they had like sea kayaks, and they like, when they would flip over, they could roll it back over. They were probably the first, uh, the first group to come up with that. Oh, that's cool. To kayak even? Yeah. First kayakers? Yeah, I think they invented kayaks too. It sounds like, that's kayak. not like a European yeah, sounding Kayak word. sounds like a Native American sort of word. Yep. That's prejudice right there. Yeah, I could Assuming. be wrong. Kayak could be it's, any. It's got K's kayak in it or something. could be anything. Well, there's other <laughs> there's other countries that use a lot of K's. I'm sure other languages. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot. Of, we got to edit some of this out. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not flowing as well as it usually is. No, no, we didn't. We came here a little. So this is what happened, listeners. We had a plan to bring someone on today. But we ended up having to go into the studio a little bit earlier than our typical late night family values time slot. <clears throat> and so we didn't have our guests, so we were uh, relatively unprepared. And we weren't blacked out. We weren't coming down. Yeah. I actually just smoked a little bit of meth right beforehand. Which, so he's uh, like, is a bad idea. Hell. Yeah, you guys know when you're like just coming up on meth, it's just like... <laughs> and the last thing you want to do is podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know... <laughs> I really just wanted to chew gum and watch Breaking Bad. Do you think people who do meth watch Breaking Bad? Like, they do meth and just like, we're going to do a bunch of meth, and then we're just going to binge watch Breaking Bad. Probably. They probably use it to inspire them to, like, make more meth. (laughs) Like, watching it while, like, it's it's a YouTube tutorial. I could do that, man. (laughs) You could make meth, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't, you, you know how. Yeah. Is it pretty easy, pretty simple? I mean, people do it in their kitchens, you know, so. I mean, yes. But I'm that assuming it is. I haven't actually looked it. into it. It doesn't It's like my plan E. Your plan E. Would, it would be to make meth. I imagine like, like you would be better at making meth than most of the rednecks who are making it. Probably. I just, I don't know. I wouldn't want to make a drug that I don't believe in is good for the world, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm not encouraging you. Although, like, I don't know, meth does like kill people somewhat regularly and that's good for the environment like that is the best thing that you could do for the environment is like make there be less humans 
That's what that's what irritated me about the Orlando shooting is that they were all gay dudes. You know, they're not gonna they're not gonna reproduce. Oh my! Like God. those are people who are good for society. You know, <sighs> gay people are probably <laughs> among like the like the best type of humans that you can have. Oh, really, Jesus. <laughs> I what? guess so. No, that's just you know. There's nothing offensive about that at all, Leslie. That's one of their positive stereotypes. You know, <laughs> is that they don't have children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You. You really do. Do you honestly hate children? Are you an honest? Child no, I don't here? hate children. But they are like, unless we come up with an alternative energy resource, and even if we do, we will eventually. It'll. I happen. mean, well, yeah, it'll be like <clears throat> plants. <laughs> it'll be plants, yeah. And then we'll become plants. <laughs> right, yeah. We'll become technological plants. No, I don't I don't hate children, but uh yeah, I mean humans are like super bad for the world. Well, it's not really the world, it's like there's it's bad for us cuz like the earth is going to be totally fine. Yeah. If we use all the oil and stuff, if we if the ocean gets acidified, like a bunch of species will die and stuff. But in the end, we're the ones that are going to suffer. Yeah, the earth will live on. Like, yeah, I mean, the, the earth used to have a methane atmosphere. Yeah. Like, like everything on this adapt. planet has died before, and like you know, life has restarted here. Like the earth will, like not even just the earth, but life will continue. But and I think every species on earth probably wasn't there originally. Yeah. Like everything that started out, you know, yeah. has died. And it's right. evolved into a new species. Exactly. That's probably true. Maybe like, there's probably like... Uh, there's archaea. Yeah, They're archaea like the oldest bacteria. bacteria. But like, the, there's probably not like the first archaea that yeah. was formed. Like that's probably not the same species as like every other archaea. Like it's right. probably changed so much that that there no, there's like the original cell mm-hmm. like was gone like 4 billion years ago or something. That wouldn't surprise me. That seems about like how... That's, you know, that's what works. irritates me about environmentalism is that... It shouldn't be called environmentalism. It should be called like humanism. Yeah. Because we're the ones that are going to get screwed. Well, it's, I mean, humanism is already a thing, but environmental, like, yeah, it's really like if you're concerned, if you're concerned about like the earth or the environment to a point where you're like, people need to die, it's like, well, that's messed up because the whole point of like, having like this like belief that we need to preserve the earth and stuff is, is so, that so that humans we can, live can in have, it. <laughs> have a better life living on the planet. Yeah. Well, I guess it's like, uh, people are like we it's need like, to leave it f- better for our children. It's not like we want the earth to be happy because you know what? The earth can't be happy. But the thing it's is, it's thing. like you could have a not super, a you could have like a really shitty planet for like 15 billion people, or you could have like an awesome planet for 3 billion people. So it's like we could have everybody survive but it's just going to be super terrible. Or we could know. let it be awesome for a few billion people. Maybe it could be I'm awesome. I'm kind of talking about like environmental oligarchy. Yeah, like like this yeah, is what like how, what how like they just like what do you provide the environment? And if you're like uh, I don't know, then they just they're like dead. And they just do that until you're like, "Oh, well, you know, I ride my bike and I take public transit." They're just like, "Okay, you get to live." Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like pretty much. Yeah. Uh Environmental oligarchy. I mean, I'm not going to say it wouldn't be better for like the trees and crap, but I think people would probably prefer not to die. I don't know. I think there's a lot of people that want to die. Yeah, there's a lot Suicide of people who want to. Uh, yeah, but that does still a very popular thing. That doesn't mean that we need to kill people. I know we yeah. need to just let the people that want to kill themselves do it for us. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean they do do it for us. And if they don't, like, most people, when they start killing themselves, re- like, <clears throat> have, like, like after they've, like, you know, jumped off of the, like, whatever they jumped off, they have this thought that's like, oh, shit, I've, I shouldn't have done that. Like, I was watching this I thing. I think it's I'm, just adrenaline. I was watching this thing about guys who uh, jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge and lived. And one of them, he like jumps off and he says this thing. He was like, yeah, you know, as I was falling, I realized that every single problem in my life had a solution, except for the fact that I had just jumped off this bridge. But then he lived. But then he lived. So there was a solution. Well, I mean. I want to, I want to see how that guy's doing now though. I'll bet he's, I mean, like that doesn't make you not depressed anymore like realizing that you don't want to die during your suicide attempt. But like, <clears throat> I mean, 
I think it is a realization that a lot of people have. Like, I so mean, this... I talk about being depressed all the time, like, oh, I want to die and stuff. And at like a like a certain level, like I am kind of miserable a lot of the time. But also, like, I do have hope that the future will be better, and I, I would like to, I'd like to see it. I'd like to live. You know. Uh huh. This is this is a super fucked up thought, but like, if depression was like a trait that could be naturally selected for, like, yeah. wouldn't suicide be the way that it would like disappear from humanity? Is like, you know, your brain chemistry is messed up. So you like feel so terrible that you kill yourself. So like all of those people actually end up dying off. And then the people that survive no longer have depression. Yeah, you would think something like that. But I mean, you would like that argument is used for a lot of things that still exist. Like Huntington's Huntington's disease. Yeah. uh, Homosexuality. All right. Yeah. Well, that's because you're not uh, you're not born that way. It's not genetically based. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I can't, like, I can't deny that because I don't know anything about it, but, like, I that sounds really not true to me. Actually, there isn't a genetically, like, proven basis, but it's clearly not. Like, just because it's not <clears throat> genetic doesn't mean it's, uh, like, not a biological. choice. It's, yeah. yeah, there's, like, environmental <laughs> factors, and there's also epigenetics <laughs> where basically it's, like, post-translational modification of your genome. So it's, like, you're born... With your DNA code, mm. and then from like zero. Well, I mean, it always gets modified, mm. but basically, uh, the way those genes are regulated can completely change. Just and based change on who you are. Yeah, so you, it could actually completely change your genetics, and actually, that's how evolution happens. Also, mm. is like mutations occur in that. Uh, yeah, in like that recoding of one's genetics. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, so this has been. Interesting. Interesting. That's true. Uh, not as funny as last time. I still think interesting. We talked a, talked a lot about various subjects with really no <laughs> with really no aim. But uh, uh, we'll be back soon. Uh, we'll have our guest on that we were going to have tonight, but uh, we're unable to. And it'll be good. Leslie, do you have anything? Do you have anything coming up? I just wanted to say, you know, this might not have been our greatest episode, but... If you're blacked out like you're supposed to be when you listen to it, it's going to be just as good as the last one. In fact, it might even be better. It may, it will be better because it was a little longer. Just uh, also, I'm going to do a quick uh, plug of my show here. I believe it's on June the 23rd, Dungeons and Comedy at uh, Muse Music in Provo. Excellent. Well, thanks for listening. This has been Late Night Family Values. Bum ba da na dum ba da na na da 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 late night family values discount edition.